Hey folks, in this interview, it's all about Skyloom. This is Twitter. Hey, welcome back to This Week in Photo. I'm your host, Frederick Van Johnson. All right, I scored a, a pretty important interview. Not that all of my interviews aren't important, but this one is particularly important. A friend of mine, Alex Sebko, he's from across the pond over in Ukraine, and he is the CEO of a company called Skyloom, Skyloom Software. And uh, they make Luminar, amongst other things. So I managed to, to pin Alex down to come on the show and answer a bunch of questions about the software. You know I'm going to ask, you know, about Sky Replacement and all that stuff. So Alex is here to chat through that stuff with me, and uh, we're going to see where this interview goes. Alex, welcome, man. How are you doing? Hey, Frederick. Hey, always, uh, you know, always great to, uh, to be talking to you. And to tell you the, fr the truth, uh, I'm enjoying our personal conversations much more than, you know, Skype conversations because, you know, in-person stuff is always better. But, hey, thanks for having me here. No, and, it's always uh, Even a though it's 11 p.m. here, you know, my time, uh, I can always adjust my time to talk with you and your audience. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, 11 p.m. there, and uh, it is, yeah, it's, it's a pretty late here, too. It's 1 p.m. in the afternoon, so, you know. <laughs> nice. No, this yeah. is good. I have a ton of questions for you, man. For first of all, congratulations on Skyloom. I've known you guys since before the rebrand over to Skyloom, and that now that that old brand is a forgotten memory. Everything is Skyloom now. You're pumping out awesome software. People are raving about it. My community loves the software. We talk about it on almost a daily basis. How are you doing? Are you are you happy with the direction that the company's going, or are, is it still another mountain to climb for you? I'm 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 actually very happy, and uh, the reason I'm happy is we finally have this clear understanding where we are taking the company and taking the product. Uh, you've mentioned that we also make some other apps, but uh, we we have been talking more and more often uh, to actually rebranding Skylum to just Luminar Team or just Luminar, and because uh, the whole focus is on on one product right now, mm -hmm. we clearly understand what sort of product we want to build. We understand that we don't feel like building, you know, another Lightroom clone or Lightroom replacement or whatever. And we definitely, moreover, we don't even want to build another pure, you know, like traditional photo software or photo editor. So we now, it's it's almost like a game now. We look for these new interesting things that are not yet available in other software. Mm -hmm. And then we try to create them and launch them like similar to sky replacement and other things and uh, now it's uh, the business has turned almost uh, into a you know fun and exciting game now where we are able to invent things and create something new and uh, and you know people seem to like this new stuff and new direction yeah people love the new stuff in the new direction um you know the, let's let's start with artificial intelligence and the the sky replacement part of the software, which is, you know, to be honest, from my perspective, a very small part of the software. The software is, you know, does a lot of stuff or almost everything a photographer could need. But people are, a lot of people are honing in on that sky replacement and that AI behind it. For the people that may not have heard about the sky replacement within the software, break it down for us. What does it do and why is it important? It's important for, for for several reasons, but I think that uh, one of the biggest reasons is is that 
it is that first step uh, in uh, you know eliminating manual and boring stuff in photo editing and uh, allowing photographers to focus more on the fun and creative part. Uh, from a technical side, it's easy. We use machine learning um, to identify different parts of the image and then uh, insert the sky where 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 you'd like to have a sky. And uh, you don't need to mask things out. You don't need to tell. Uh, you know, this is a roof, this is a tree, this is whatever. One thing that I love about the sky replacement is how it evolves. Uh, and then uh, we we train it more and more with additional data sets. And one thing that I personally love about this feature is that if you have a balloon or a plane or a helicopter or a bird in the original sky, and then you replace it with a new sky, uh, Luminar is intelligent enough to understand that you shouldn't move, you know, take the plane away or a balloon away because you simply want to replace the sky. So it will place the sky behind the object that's already that's in the crazy. sky. That and uh, and for me, this intelligent. And for me, this intelligent. This is this is you know this is the cool part because now the software becomes smarter and it's not just an overlay or a preset. It's something much more. It's it's like an extension of your creative abilities something that you would do manually and it will take longer, but now you can do it faster. And because uh, artificial intelligence allows us to do these kind of things, um, that that's, that's the most exciting part of it. Yeah, it is. It is really exciting. I'll tell you from an old school photographer that is, you know, used to being in Photoshop and using masks and Bezier paths and all that stuff to isolate things and never quite being able to get it 100% perfect. Looking at how your software does it, you know, around high frequency areas of the image, like trees and those, it's not just like, okay, you need a flat horizon and it does a gradient. Yeah. It looks behind things, like you said, like things in the sky and then if I'm if I'm not mistaken, it also adds kind of a color wash over the foreground so that the sky matches the foreground as well. Am I right? Because yeah, it, it's doing all that is, stuff at a click, yeah. right? Right. So so it's not as perfect as we'd like it to be yet because you still need to adjust like some things, and it's in, it, it does seventy percent of the job. But then eventually, that's what I like about the all the AI stuff in Luminar and just. The reason I like machine learning in general, it's an evolution. It's always evolving. So eventually it will be one click, so you'll save loads of time. Right now we do some things manually, but 70, 80% of stuff is done automatically. And then now we've, you know, with a recent update, we added um, the atmospheric case. So it looks more realistic rather than just a fake sky and there will be more and more stuff coming um i can't tell you how how i'm excited with uh, uh, this whole new direction where we're taking luminar because uh, we we're able to automate so many things uh using artificial intelligence and then allow people to rethink the whole approach to um creative editing to compositing to um layered work we even uh, you know moving Further in the future, we have uh, this big dream to even eliminate the need of uh, layers uh, in photo editing because artificial intelligence will uh, know where different objects are and identify different objects. So you won't need to layer things on top of each other. It will be all done in a single layer. Just um, you know, the software will actually know where 
what to do. And uh, we'll have a new feature w within the next three or four weeks, maybe earlier than that, as an add-on to the sky, something something brand new, and you'll see how smart it is, uh, and it, it it will be very fun. That's awesome. That is really cool. So then, so then. What and I, I love the idea of moving away from layers and being more object, I guess, oriented. But then, what what are yeah. what allows that? Is it is it the the graphics processor or just the horsepower of the machine that allows that to happen, or is it just you know more sophisticated AI and code? If uh, if um, if my business partner uh, Dima, who is a product visionary, was here, the, uh, he likes to say that you know magic. And all, <laughs> all engineers just love just love to put some magic around their work. But in reality, it's um, you know, as simple as this. It's literally just machine learning where we feed uh, thousands and thousands of images uh, daily. And the software understands different objects, and definitely you need a powerful machine to eventually, um, uh, you know, work faster. But one thing that we are focused on right now, and there is a dedicated team working on that, is um, performance improvements and uh, quality quality improvement, even for uh, slower machines. Um, so, so one of the one of the challenges for the team that they need to overcome is to actually low down the uh, the technical requirements for different desktop computers uh, mm -hmm. for Luminar and then making sure that it's available on more and more computers and uh, we'll get there it's it, it requires some additional uh, technical tweaks and uh, it takes time but uh, yeah eventually we'll make sure that um, one can use uh, Luminar on as many different uh, computers as possible and then where, where does where does mobile fit in there? Like, are you are you where does mobile fit into the overall strategy, Android and iOS? Oh, very good question. Uh, very good question. Um, <laughs> so um, let's start from uh, from the very beginning. So the the goal for uh, the goal is to make Luminar uh, the most uh, the most popular tool for creative image editing. Uh, we we can we we also call it computational photography. It's when you um, you know you can change the reality on a photo with the power of artificial intelligence and add a few things back uh, you know here and there. So the the goal in the next year is to innovate as as much as possible, launch as many new features as possible for the desktop version, and literally move way faster than anyone else on the market. And you know, launching maybe a new cool feature that doesn't exist in any software uh, every month. That's that's the big goal. Maybe every other month. So the goal will be to uh, make a really strong brand and a popular software, a high quality tool on the desktop first this year, and then um, we'll spend sometime next next year focusing on that and literally just make it super stable strong and powerful and popular on a desktop and then move uh, and having a strong brand on the desktop but for mac and pc users will move it to um, other web platforms and mobile and uh, everything else um, it just if we start chasing uh, trends and launching it on the mobile and then the cloud it just it, it won't deliver the quality that we want so the, the the mobile version is definitely there in the plans, but right now we see that we'd rather make make it the most innovative creative tool for Mac users and Windows users first, 
and, and there are still dozens of millions of people who will use it and then eventually expand it to other platforms. That's great. Now, now you mentioned you mentioned cloud, right? So the looking at the company and I'm clearly an outsider, right? So looking from the outside, looking in as a photographer, I see parallels to Adobe and, you know, both from a competitive standpoint and a feature standpoint, you know, feature. Um, I wonder I wonder if you as a CEO are looking at guiding the company in the direction of a moving to cloud-based processing on the one hand, but also a creative cloud type model maybe in the future. I know people are like, please, no, 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 no. But you know, are you are you thinking about going in that direction? Because Adobe, you know, let's face it, has made a couple of dollars going in the subscription direction. Yeah. What? What? Have you given that any thought? We have, um, you know, we have an interesting relations with Adobe, to tell you the truth. Um, first thing, it's like I, I still personally can't um, can't believe that we were, you know, this close to be at Adobe Max and show Luminar as a cool plugin, and that was our, our dream to literally show show Luminar as a uh, AI plugin for creativity for Photoshop and Lightroom users, and then a week before Adobe Max. Adobe uh, sent us an email saying that you know we can't be at Adobe Max because we are too competitive. Oh, and uh, what? I'm, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a crazy story. And they're like, I sent them a note back saying, hey guys, we just you know the, the our plan is to make the most popular creative plugin for Adobe ecosystem. Sixty percent of our customers use use it as a plugin. We love the ecosystem. We understand that people have invested so much money in Adobe products. We love, we use the products ourselves. We feel like you are a great company with a great vision, et cetera, et cetera. Let's just be, we want to be a good neighbor. And, you know, no answer didn't work out. So, so back to your question, we look at Adobe and learn a lot from them. Definitely learn a lot from the business model, from where they're going as a company and, uh, uh, who knows if we see in some in some time if we see that uh, cloud-based um, editing is more efficient than um, you know that what we currently have, then we may go there. Right now, no plans for that. Literally, just the plan right now is to allow anyone um, enjoy the software on their Macs and PCs and literally have fun with that. So yeah. uh, we understand that cloud has some limitations, um, mobile has some limitations. And even though it's a trend, it's popular, it's more interesting, um, we, we actually more, uh, we are more concerned right now about making it uh, you know, a very fun, enjoyable experience on a desktop. It may not be super popular, but we, we don't really need to, uh, to please investors or please uh, uh, board of directors, you know, companies fully bootstrapped uh, since day one. So right now, it's, it's about you know building this whole new world of photo editing on a desktop um, computer, and then uh, and then see where it can take us a year or two from now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you asked about Adobe. We learn a lot from them. They literally do cool stuff, especially with a new line of. Uh, web products and everything, but we we also understand that um, there are thing, things that Photoshop and Lightroom are missing uh, in terms of uh, some gaps that they have, and uh, we understand that we want Luminar 
to fill in uh, those gaps so people who use Adobe products have a value in using Luminar because we'll have some some unique like sky replacement. Or if people don't feel like using uh, Adobe ecosystem, they can find uh, all the core basic stuff they need in Luminar, like you know library and light and color tools and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that is fantastic. And, you know, that's a, I think that's a really good sort of mindset to approach it from. You know, it, where you're looking at it from the standpoint of how can we make this process, the photo editing and post-processing process more enjoyable, you know, for photographers, because let's face it, a lot of your audience are hobbyists, you know, they're pros there as well, but a lot of them are hobbyists. Plenty. Yeah. And they want to have fun. They want to have fun, you know, making yeah. cool stuff. So what about, um, you know, back, not we, to, oh no, go ahead. Go ahead, Alex. No, no, I actually had two thoughts. First, you know, when I was drinking water, I thought, like, should we mention that, uh, you know, it's just regular water, not some... Vodka? Uh, you know, not, not vodka, yeah. Because, but then, yeah, I, 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 fully, I, I fully agree with you. It's, um, yeah, it's about making it uh, enjoyable, but then making it enjoyable uh, for, for a very broad audience. Because what we've discovered is that, um, you know, professionals... Are great to talk to and great to work and learn from but professionals uh, are somewhere um, uh, i wouldn't say too conservative but they have the established workflow and for them photography is work in the first mm-hmm. place and you don't change your work habits or your work tools that often because that that directly influences um you know how much money you make and all sorts of things so right now that's why uh, that's why we like Capture One a lot. This is a cool uh, tool for professional commercial photographers for tethering, shooting, and stuff like that. But we see Luminar as a more, uh, let's say, consumer, hobbyist, uh, memory keepers, um, you know, digital content creators, a much broader audience uh, uh, where you know people just want to have fun, create enjoy without thinking on about you know what the slider means what the tool means and literally just uh following the intuition and uh working on an image from a creative standpoint like enjoying the process of creating something rather than figuring out you know whether you know how sliders work and how things work so yeah so the plan is to uh, have value uh, to professional photographers, like with sky replacement, the skin retouching tools, and then some more tools, and then also have a have a cool product that will appeal to uh, the massive audience of uh, creators of artists. Uh, in, now, you when, know, you, the world. when you look at when you look at say uh, the average, I don't know if there, there's such thing as the you know, sort of average photographer out there. But when you look at a, you know, a, a sample of the, the advanced amateur that's looking at the software, they're looking at Luminar, they're looking at Photoshop, they're looking at Affinity, they're looking at Capture One and trying to make the decision on what their post-processing stack should look like. Because you, like, you, like you said, it takes a time investment to learn these tools so that you can get to the cherry, which is I want to create my, my best work with it and not and, you know, not be relying on the tools so much. So what, what do you say to those people? Like, how does, how does Luminar fit in? Should they be getting Luminar and Capture One or Luminar in Photoshop or Luminar in Lightroom? How does it all work together? 
um, let me let me think. Um, let me think of because uh, you know I can talk for ages about that, and uh, <laughs> I, it's, yeah, I can I can I can get philosophical and I can get into you know the whole story of you know what is photography, how we should approach it, and whether yeah. it's uh, fun, whether it's art or memory. But uh, to make the long story short, the the way we see it is that um, we are we are making luminar as a, as an essential tool for any toolbox and for every need. And I know that uh, from a you know, marketing standpoint, uh, marketing gurus always say, hey, find the product market fit and then focus on a specific niche yep. and so on and so forth. But uh, what we see right now is that we're not focusing on a specific um, you know, type of audience. We're actually focusing on, a, on innovation in the first place and uh, on simplicity and fun um, in, in second place, but they, they go very well together. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't really want to force people to switch from one tool to another. This is something that we don't really want to be doing. Uh, but at the same time, we want to be a good neighbor for capture. Well, we, we, we see, we currently see if you, if you look at professional photo software, we, we see three companies that we really love and uh, we feel that they're really good. And those are affinity capture one and Adobe. Um, so we we and they they look very similar to each other in terms of um, how they how they treat the um, how they treat the customers in terms of the navigation and user experience and everything and uh, you know even though we love that we we refer to it as a more traditional photo editing where it's more of a, like a tool based approach different user interface uh, sometimes different tools but some oh, different pricing for sure but the approaches are very similar and we love the quality of their products we re- literally love how they market themselves and what they offer and uh, for that for that audience we just we just want to be a good neighbor and uh, complement all the experiences uh, that people have with these tools um, literally just using Capture One and Luminar, Affinity and Luminar, Lightroom and Luminar, uh, just because you know, n- none of those pieces of software have uh, you know, Sky Replacement or Sunrays or some other creative tools that we have. And then we'll, we'll be adding more tools and features that are unique to Luminar and justify the, the, re- the value of having Luminar as an add-on to um, all those tools. And, and then um, another audience, as, like I said, it's a broad uh, audience of, um, we call them digital artists. So whoever feels like they want to express themselves um, can use Luminar. Because, and and we, define, uh, we define the mission of a product as um, uh, as uh, empowering people to express themselves through digital creativity. So we don't really want to think of, you know, whether you're professional or amateur or just getting started. It's more like I'm taking an image. I want to have fun. I have tools uh, to allow me to create something fun with this image. And I don't really want to think too much on how different sliders work. Mm-hmm. I really want to dive right in and enjoy and then um, do something cool with that and and have fun and then share online and get thousands of likes. I love it. That's uh, pretty much it. Yeah, that's like, um, you know, if you look at it and use the analogy of like a car, I like, I like analogies, but use the analogy of a car. It's like some people like to work on cars. They like to get underneath and change the oil and fix it and all that. And some people just like to get to where they're going <laughs> as comfortably as yeah. possible, right? So there, there's room for both. Yeah, it's, it's like... I, I agree. It's it's almost like again, 
automated transmission and then manual transmission and uh, you still enjoy the ride you have fun and uh, um, we we like to demo if, if there's such a again as a non-native speaker i may just be using some of the you know russian terms but um we we like to democratize photo editing a little bit for masses and uh, allowing people just enjoy great results without having to um, to learn complex stuff uh we we it's it just you know we all feel like there's so much complexity uh, around us these days and if we can create a tool that allows you to um, express yourself but still get high quality results and enjoy the process and uh, edit and enhance your images but in a slightly more convenient way then uh, you know we feel like this is the right way to go yeah, I love it. I love it. All right, last question or last sort of uh, direction I wanted to chat with you about is what's next, right? What's next for the company? I know you can't share secret plans and what's going on in the labs down there, but are have you given as CEO and sort of the person that's driving the company, have you given any thought to um, different creative formats outside of photography like audio and video and those sorts of things i ask personally because i'm a photographer and i do this sort of thing <laughs> so you know i want some skyloom tools to make my my youtube video editing easier is that is that in the future um a lot of things are in the future but and we, we you know we are and i'll tell you a little bit about each of them we just Two weeks ago, we wrapped up uh, the you know the first Luminar Photo Camp. Oh, cool! So one of those things. Uh, so we took 36 uh, customers to Iceland with 10 masters, and uh, basically we're shooting photos around Iceland uh, every every single day for five days. So one of the things that we want to explore is uh, a little bit outside the software, but still around the photography. We want to do more uh, photo walks and uh, tours and trips and photo camps to just bring the community together mm -hmm. because uh, the vision of luminar as a photo software is first we want to be the most uh, you know loved and enjoyable software for creatives for digital artists but then at the same time we also see ourselves as a as a community of people who inspire each other and talk to each other and, and uh, connect with each other and learn from each other. So, so, so right now we are just, it's all about photography, but in more in the direction of, you know, empathy and helping each other and some emotional connections between users uh, rather than just uh, a tool based technical approach. Um, so, uh, you know, in the next couple of years, it will all be about uh, photography and self-expression because um, uh, we really feel uh, uh, that expressing when you have an opportunity to express yourself, um, it makes your life so much easier and uh, brings so much joy. But then we so we were looking at a few other things, to tell you the truth. Um, we were looking at um, some partnerships with hardware companies um, to to put our technology, AI-based technology, not maybe in the cloud, but more like in the hardware to allow businesses to um, use the, you know, the power of Luminar, you know, maybe for their businesses and process bulks of images at the same time. So so some hardware integrations are possible. We, we put it on hold for right now because we just want to focus on the consumer version of Luminar. And then, uh, yeah, next steps are definitely in uh, video, but... Um, maybe there will even be some sort of like a hybrid format 
because the more we work with artificial intelligence, we understand that. Um, so there's still a difference between video and audio and, and, uh, audio and, and still image. But thanks to artificial intelligence, you can actually mix all of those uh, things together and uh, you know have some fun, maybe have an image that will play your favorite soundtrack or maybe have an image with some moving parts. Uh, you know, we, we used to have uh, cinemagraphs and similar. Mm -hmm. Now with artificial intelligence, you can uh, blend those different formats together even nicely uh, and uh, in more creative ways. So we'll probably add uh, something like that eventually, but but right now it's like the, the, right now the uh, the big the big goal is to literally just focus on Luminar, uh, take it to new quality heights, and then um, I, I'd say add five six new uh, cool features powered by artificial intelligence that no one else has to to just be known in the industry as innovators and uh, as, a, as a team that uh, changes the status quo on how we approach editing love it love it that's cool that's exciting man thank you thank you for sharing that that is really cool sure sure right. yeah and uh, yeah we'll uh, you know we'll 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 be more we'll be more uh, organized in uh, communicating of our roadmap and other things to the world it just this has been such a crazy journey. The last three months have been absolutely crazy um, with uh, literally just tripling tripling the user growth. And uh, we, we couldn't even update the roadmap on the website uh, on time because I was you know, literally talking to support team and then the website was doing something else and they just like crazy. And, uh, That's awesome. So, but we, we'll get more organized and keep, keep our customers um up to date with everything that's happening. Hey, and you're you are more than welcome to come on Twip anytime you want to, you know, chat about that roadmap or or you know, get some feedback from our community, etc. Because they're like I said, they're big fans of the of the company and the software that you're doing. So congratulations on that. Thanks, Frederick. You know, I, I I still think that we should we should do an experiment and maybe do it to, uh, in a, one of the podcasts, maybe somewhere in our Tokyo office in Japan or Ukrainian office in Kiev. Um, you know, some some experiment and then have you know this conversation outside California. I agree, a hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Let's <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it once all this craziness in the in the world blows over. <laughs> well, when traveling know, is okay. Yeah. No, I'm I'm more than more than up for doing that. Um, any final thoughts you want to throw out to the to the Twip listeners about Skyloom, Luminar, other software you know you guys have going on? And, you know, we we never talk about Aurora anymore. Aurora is still going, right? Aurora is is still oh, kicking. It's you know, you know, we, we just we just updated Aurora, and um, it's interesting. We have been getting so many uh, emails from real estate uh, companies and uh, even like non-photography people, like like brokers, who said like, "Hey guys, don't abandon Aurora. We use it for real estate. We use it for our architectural shots." So yeah, we you know we can definitely talk about that. We'll we'll eventually um, integrate Aurora in uh, Luminar Beta because there's definitely a market for. HDR, especially among uh, you know vacation rentals and real estate, yeah. um, it, it's 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 all there. You know, one final thought that uh, I really want to uh, you know share with the audience. Um, it's not directly related to the software that we are building on to Skylum, but um, maybe you know a suggestion. Okay, I, I hate advice as myself, but um, a suggestion. Um, you know, 
years ago when we were just starting to build Luminar, we were trying to build uh, something um, based on you know our understanding of the market and our knowledge without too many experiments and too many fresh ideas and too too much of a creativity. Uh, yeah. Try to break the rules. Try to look for new inspiration somewhere else, and uh, you know, continue creating and try new things. This is this is the best thing ever, I think. I love it. All right, all right, Alex. We will leave it right there. Perfect. Thanks again for coming on, and uh, I'll be in touch. Sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to um, you know having an in person meeting someplace outside the U.S. so we can you know have a have a have a chat and we'll we'll record it and uh, you know put it on twip and see what people say so cool love it love it, love it. all right alex thanks a lot man Thank and you so I'll, much. Uh, I'll see you soon probably next time i see you might be in your country so i'll see you soon i love it i love it i love it this is twip